Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Good day, citizens. Welcome to Locked On ACC for Wednesday, April 1st, 2020. I am Brian Wilmer. I'm from College Hoops Digest and FB Schedules. Glad you're here. Another episode ready to take us back in time because let's be honest, right now kind of sucks. Before we do that, though, you can tweet us. We are at LockedOnACC. You can also email us, LockedOnACC at gmail.com. You can tweet me individually. I am at Sports Matters. I'd love to hear from you. You know that we are spending all week in tournament throwback episodes going back to the 1980s. So go ahead, jump in, safely secure yourself within the cabin. Let's take another ride back to the 1980s. Today, we head back to 1987, where we'll take a look at the world of pop culture, the ACC, and the NCAA, some of the events of 1987. January 3rd, Aretha Franklin, the first woman ever inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. January 8th, the Dow Jones Industrial Average closes for the first time above 2000, closing at 2002. Point twenty-five, And if we keep on this current run, it might wind up right back there. March 9th, U2's legendary Joshua Tree record drops. April 19th, The Simpsons first appear as a series of shorts on the Tracy Ullman show. July 27th, Rick Astley releases the song that would birth a thousand memes, Rick Rolls, etc., etc., never going to give you up. October 25th, the Minnesota Twins win the 1987 World Series over the St. Louis Cardinals, and November 12th, the first Kentucky Fried Chicken restaurant in China opens in Beijing. Some odd celebrity births when you combine them all in 1987. January 30th, Becky Lynch, WWE Women's Superstar. February 1st, Ronda Rousey. March 1st, Kesha. March 27th, Buster Posey the great catcher of the San Francisco Giants. April 19th, tennis star Maria Sharapova. May 2nd, Pat McAfee, formerly of the Indianapolis Colts, now of ESPN. June 17th, Kendrick Lamar. June 24th, Lionel Messi, the soccer legend. August 14th, Tim Tebow. August 25th, Justin Upton. September 8th, Wiz Khalifa. September 10th, Paul Goldschmidt. September 28th, Hilary Duff. October 2nd, Ricky Stenhouse. October 18th, Zac Efron. November 3rd, Colin Kaepernick. And November 23rd, Snooki. Told you it was an interesting combination of people. Celebrity deaths in 1987. Ray Bulger passes away January 15th. Star of The Wizard of Oz and so many other things. Liberace leaves us February 4th. Andy Warhol, February 22nd. Legendary Ohio State football coach Woody Hayes passes on March 12th. Rita Hayworth, May 14th. Fred Astaire, June 22nd. Iconic DJ Scott LaRock passes August 27th. And Peter Tosh and Lauren Green both depart on the same day, September 11th, 1987. 
the top three songs of the year, Gregory Abbott's lone top 40 hit finishes number three in the year, Shake You Down, Hearts Alone, number two, and The Bangles Walk Like an Egyptian, the top song of 1987, the top three movies of the year, Beverly Hills Cop 2, Grosses $153,665,036. Fatal Attraction, $156,645,693. And your top movie of 1987, Three Men and a Baby. (laughs) Yeah, I think my reaction is pretty much what you just heard. $167,780,960 for Three Men and a Baby, your top movie of 1987. Now on to the ACC in 1987. North Carolina wins the league 14-0 during the league year, 32-4 overall. Clemson 10-4, 25-6. Duke 9-5, 24-9. Virginia 8-6, 21-10. Georgia Tech 7-7, 16-13. NC State 6-8, 20-14. Wake Forest 2-12, 14-15 and Maryland 0 and 14 in the ACC 9 and 17 overall Maryland only outscored by a point and a half per game that year but did not win a game in the ACC and only won 9 overall your all ACC superlatives in 1987 player of the year Horace Grant from Clemson rookie of the year J.R. Reed from Carolina Grant averaged 21 points 9.6 boards a game Reed 14.7, 7.4. Your all-ACC first-teamers, Muggsy Bogues of Wake Forest, Derek Lewis from Maryland, Joe Wolf, yes, Joe Wolf from Carolina, Kenny Smith from Carolina, and Horace Grant. Your second-team, Dwayne Farrell of Georgia Tech, Tommy Amaker of Duke, Andrew Kennedy from Virginia, Danny Ferry of Duke, and J.R. Reed from North Carolina. Your superlatives winners from 1987, Your top 10 scorers in the league by points per game. Horace Grant, 21 per game, led the league. Derek Lewis with 19.6 behind him. Dwayne Farrell, 17.9. Kenny Smith, 16.9. Andrew Kennedy, 16.5. Tom Hammonds of Georgia Tech, 16.2. Joe Wolf, 15.2. Benny Bolton from NC State, 15 a game. Muggsy Bogues, 14.8. And J.R. Reed, 14.7 per contest. There, everyone, your ACC recap for 1987. So we've told you about the superlatives. We've told you about the world in 1987. We now need to move on to the ACC tournament, the NCAA tournament, and the Final Four from 1987. If you're wondering who participated in all those events, we'll tell you. That's coming up next. You're listening to Locked on ACC. Stay tuned. Now time for more on Locked on ACC. It is Wednesday, April 1st, 2020. We finally made it. Now on to the 1987 ACC tournament. Contested in the Capitol Center in Landover, Maryland. Four quarterfinal contests. North Carolina beats Maryland the 1-8 game, 82-63. So the Terrapins' miserable season finally put out of its misery. Virginia beats Georgia Tech 55-54 in the 4-5 game to advance on to the first semi. 
NC State beats Duke 71-64 in overtime, the six upsetting the three. And then another upset in the other quarterfinal game, Wake Forest 69, Clemson 62, sending home the second-seeded Tigers. Carolina then beats Virginia 84-82 in a two-overtime tilt in the first semi. And another two-overtime contest in the other semi, six-seeded NC State beats seventh-seeded Wake Forest 77-73. The Wolfpack then pull off the improbable, beating number two North Carolina, number one in the ACC. Carolina's first ACC loss of the year comes in the championship game 68-67. Jim Valvano's Wolfpack beat the Tar Heels. NC State's 10th ACC title, Jim Valvano's second. You'll recall when the other one was, of course. Vinny Del Negro, the MVP of the 1987 ACC tournament. Now on to the 1987 NCAA tournament. You're probably wondering, by the way, which ACC teams made it to that NCAA tournament. There were six. Everybody but Wake Forest and Maryland off to the NCAA tournament in 1987. The sites where the tournament was contested, the East Charlotte Coliseum and the Carrier Dome in Syracuse, Midwest, the Hoosier Dome in Indianapolis, the Rosemont Horizon in Rosemont, Illinois, the Southeast, the Omni in Atlanta, the BJCC in Birmingham, and in the West, the Special Events Center in Salt Lake City and the McHale Center in Tucson, the regional semis and finals, the East Brendan Byrne Arena in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Notice a theme to these. It seems as though these things were mostly played in the same sites. The Midwest Riverfront Coliseum in Cincinnati. The Southeast Freedom Hall in Louisville. The West, the King Dome in Seattle. And the final for the Louisiana Superdome in New Orleans. By the way, this was the actual old Charlotte Coliseum in Charlotte. Not the one that later came to be and then later disappeared. This was the old Coliseum in Charlotte. So now on to the ACC participants in the 1987 NCAA tournament. Start in the East. North Carolina, the number one seed, sent to Charlotte. Carolina gets rid of the Penn Quakers, 113-82 in the first round. They would then move on to face ninth-seeded Michigan, who beat Navy 97-82 in the first round. Carolina then beats Michigan 109-97. So Carolina onto the regional semi. There's also another ACC participant in this bracket and another future ACC team in this bracket. Down to the bottom of the bracket we go where 11th seed NC State finds itself in Syracuse and finds itself falling to Florida 82-70 in the 6-11 game. Three Wolfpack in double figures, Benny Bolton with 20. Vinny Del Negro and Charles Shackelford, 12 apiece for the Wolfpack, who shot 49.2% from the field, 29 of 59, 5 of 14 from three, 35.7%, 7 of 11 from the line, 63.6 for the Wolfpack. Two Wolfpack scores in double figures. Vernon Maxwell with 28. He was 14 of 21 from the line, was Maxwell. And Andrew Moten had 19. Also, if you'll recall, Dwayne Shinsis who played for Florida. He started in that game as well, played 32 minutes and had nine points for the Gators. So NC State dropped in the first round. Florida advanced on to play Purdue. The third-seeded Boilermakers beat Northeastern 104-95 in the first game. Western Kentucky 
upset West Virginia in the 10-7 game, 64-62, and future ACC school Syracuse advanced past Georgia Southern 79-73. Florida beats Purdue 85-66. Syracuse beats Western Kentucky 104-86. So Syracuse faces Florida in the regional semis, and Carolina faces Notre Dame in the other regional semi. The Irish beat Middle Tennessee 84-71 and TCU 76-60. So future ACC schools on both sides of the regional semis, Carolina 74-68 victors over Notre Dame, and Syracuse beats Florida 87-81 to go to the regional final in East Rutherford, and Carolina's dream run ends there. Syracuse 79, UNC 75 in East Rutherford. Four orange in double figures, Ronnie Cycli with 26 points, 11 boards. Sherman Douglas 14, Greg Monroe 12, Howard Trish 10 for Jim Beheim's club. Syracuse 31 of 60 from the field, 51.7%, 2 of 6 from distance, 33.3%, 15 of 29 from the line. 51.7%. For Carolina, five double-figure scorers, Kenny Smith with 25, J.R. Reed 15, Joe Wolf a double-double, 12 points, 10 boards, Ranzino Smith with 11, and Dave Popson with 10 for Carolina. There are some names. Carolina 31 of 64, 48.4%, 8 of 20 from 3, 40%, and just 5 of 8 from the line for Carolina. Syracuse got to the line 29 times, Carolina, eight. So the Orange send home the Tar Heels and become your first Final Four team from 1987. On to the Midwest, where you would have two ACC schools. We'll start in the top of the bracket, where one of them resides. Indiana, the number one seed overall. They head to Indianapolis. Indiana beats Fairfield 92-58 in the 116 contest, then beats eight-seeded Auburn 107-90 in the Second round, Indiana through to the regional semis in Cincinnati. Below them, you had Duke, who's a five seed. Duke takes care of Texas A&M, 58-51 in the 5-12 game in Indianapolis. Then beats 13th seed Xavier. Xavier beat fourth seeded Missouri, 70-69 in the first round. Duke 65, Xavier 60 in round two. So Indiana and Duke in a regional semi in Cincinnati. Now to the bottom part of the bracket, where the other ACC team lives, that being Georgia Tech. The seven-seeded Yellow Jackets go to Rosemont, Illinois, and drop their first game. Ten-seed LSU, 85, Georgia Tech, 79. LSU led 40-37 at the half and held off the Yellow Jackets in the second half. Three Tigers in doubles. Daryl Joe with 28, Anthony Wilson, 20, and Nikita Wilson, 18 for the Tigers who were 33 of 61 from the field, 54.1%, 9 of 17 from 3, 52.9, and 10 of 17 from the line, 58.8. Five Yellow Jackets in double figures. Tom Hammonds, 24, Dwayne Farrell, 17, Bruce Dalrymple, 11, and Brian Oliver and Craig Neal, 10 each. Georgia Tech, 26 of 55, 47.3% from the field. 5 of 14 from 3, 35.7, and 22 of 26 from the line, 84.6% for the now-departed Yellow Jackets. LSU then beats Temple in the second round, 72-62. DePaul beats St. John's in the 3-6 game, 83-75. And LSU beats DePaul 
63-58 in one regional semi. So LSU onto the regional final as a 10 seed. Then in the other, fifth seeded Duke falls to Indiana 88-82 to send home the Blue Devils. Four Blue Devils in double figures. Tommy Amaker, 23 points. Danny Ferry, 20. Kevin Strickland and John Smith, 11 apiece for Duke, who went 32 of 67 from the field, 47.8%. 8 of 11 from 3, 72.7 and 10 of 13 from the line, 76.9%. Indiana placed five scorers in double figures. Rick Calloway and Keith Smart, 21 apiece. Steve Alford, 18. Daryl Thomas, 15. And Dean Garrett, 11 for Indiana, who went 32 of 57 from the field, 56.1%. One of three from three. And 23 of 31 from the line, 74.2% for the Hoosiers, who send home the Blue Devils. Indiana then beats LSU in a thriller in the regional final 77-76 to advance on to the Final Four. We've told you who two of the Final Four teams are. We owe you the other two. That's coming up next. More of the NCAA regional breakdowns from 1987 right here on Locked on ACC. Stay where you are. We'll be right back. You are listening to Locked on ACC. It is Wednesday, April 1st, 2020, and we are taking a spin through 1987 in our tournament throwback series. We have an ACC representative in the Southeast. We'll tell you who they are and how they did in just a second. But first, Georgetown, the number one seed in the Southeast. They head to Atlanta. The Hoyas beat 16th seed Bucknell 75-53, then squeak past Ohio State, the ninth seed 82-79. Georgetown then dispatches Kansas 70-57. Georgetown onto the regional final. Now you're probably wondering how Kansas got there. Kansas beat Houston 66-55 in the first round. And then our ACC representative, Clemson, falls to Missouri State. Clemson, the fourth seed. Missouri State, the 13 seed. Missouri State 65. Clemson 60 in Atlanta to send home the Tigers in round one in 1987. The Bears get 24 from Winston Garland and 13 from Basil Robinson. 22 of 46 from the field was Missouri State, 47.8%. Four of eight from three and 17 of 23 from the line, 73.9%. Just three scores in doubles. For the Tigers, two of them off the pine. Horace Grant had 16 points for Clemson. Michael Brown had 14 in 20 minutes off the bench. And Larry Middleton had 11 in 27 minutes off the bench. For Clemson, who went 25 of 46, 54.3% from the field, 5 of 9 from 3, 56%, and 5 of 6 from the line, 83.3%. Missouri State got to the line 23 times. Clemson, 6. So Clemson bounced From the tournament, Kansas then beats Missouri State 67-63. They would move on and face Georgetown in that regional semi. Georgetown 70, Kansas 57. Georgetown onto the regional final. In the bottom half of that bracket, Providence, the sixth seed, beats UAB in Birmingham 90-68. Austin P with the stunner, the 14th-seeded Govs, beat third-seed Illinois 68-67. They advance. New Orleans beats BYU, the 7-10 game, 
and Alabama easily over North Carolina A&T, 88-71 in Birmingham, just up the road from Tuscaloosa. Providence then beats Austin P in a fun game, 90-87. Alabama over New Orleans, 101-76. On to Louisville for Providence and Alabama. The Friars, 103, Alabama 82, sending home the Crimson Tide, setting up an all-Big East regional final in Louisville. And Rick Pitino's six-seeded Providence club, Pulls off the shocker, sending home number one Georgetown 88-73. The 15-point victory for the Friars sends Providence to the Final Four. In that contest, four Friars in double figures, Billy Donovan and Daryl Wright with 20 apiece, Steve Wright 12, and Dave Kipfer 11 for Providence, who went 25 of 46 from the field, 54.3%. 5 of 9 from 3, 55.6, and 33 of 38 from the line, 86.8%. Billy Donovan himself, 16 of 18 from the line for Providence. Georgetown places two scorers in double figures, Reggie Williams with 25, Mark Tillman with 10. The Hoyas held to 34.2% from the field, 26 of 76, 4 of 21 from 3, 19% and 17 of 25 from the line for the Hoyas, 68%, as Providence becomes our third Final Four team in 1987. And finally, on to the West, where we had an ACC club and a future ACC club. Before we get to them, though, UNLV, the number one seed in the West, the running Rebels go to Salt Lake City, They beat 16th-seeded Idaho State 95-70, then beat 9-seed Kansas State, who had taken care of business on their side, 82-79 over Georgia in the first round, UNLV 80, Kansas State 61, UNLV onto the regional semi. Then there was the ACC representative, Virginia, the 5-seed, goes to Salt Lake City and falls to 12th-seeded Wyoming 64-60. Sorry to bring up this painful memory for Virginia fans, but I'm kind of contractually obligated to do so. Virginia led 30-29 at the half and wound up falling 64-60 to the Cowboys. I had completely forgotten about this name, but if you recall at all your NBA history, Eric Lechner with 22 points for Wyoming, the man who shall not be named, Fennis Dembo, 16 points for Wyoming in that contest. And Sean Dent had 10. Wyoming, 26 of 51 from the field, 51%. 3 of 9 from 3, 33.3%. Dembo had two of those threes. And 9 of 14 from the line for the Cowboys. Wyoming only pulled in 24 rebounds. Three Cavs in double figures. Andrew Kennedy with 14. John Johnson, 12. Mel Kennedy, 11. Virginia, 24 of 50, 48% from the field. 3 of 4 from 3, 75%. 9 of 11 from the line, 81.8%. Tough day for Richard Morgan, the UVA star guard, 2 of 7 from the field. He had 4 points. Let's not talk any more about that game, shall we? (laughs) Wyoming dispatches UVA 64-60 in round 1. The Cowboys then went on to beat UCLA in the second round. UCLA had beaten Central Michigan in the first round. Wyoming 78, UCLA 68. So on to the regional semi for Wyoming in 1987. Now to the bottom part of the bracket. Oklahoma beats Tulsa 
74 at 69 in Tucson. So Oklahoma on to round two. Pitt then beats Marist in the 314 game, 93-68. UTEP over Arizona in Tucson. How in the world do you have an Arizona team playing in Tucson? 98-91. Iowa beats Santa Clara, 99-76 in the 215 game. On to round two in Tucson. Oklahoma beats Pittsburgh, 96-93. And Iowa over UTEP, 84-82. Setting up an Oklahoma-Iowa regional semi in Seattle. UNLV ends the Wyoming Cinderella run, 92-78 for the running Rebels. UNLV onto the final where it would play Iowa. Iowa 93-91 over Oklahoma. And UNLV beats Iowa 84-81. So UNLV onto the final four. We had two ones, a two, and a six in the final four in 1987. Indiana beats UNLV in the battle of the two number ones, 97-93. The other game, another all-Big East matchup, six-seed Providence, two-seed Syracuse, and the Orange send home Rick Pitino's club, 77-63 in New Orleans, setting up Indiana and Syracuse for the national title, and another game you need to go back and watch, Remember the name Keith Smart when you go back and watch it. Indiana, 74. Syracuse, 73. Sherman Douglas with 20 points in a losing effort for the Orange. Ronnie Cycli, 18 points, 10 boards. Derek Coleman, by the way, had 19 boards of Syracuse's 38. And Greg Monroe, 12 points for Syracuse. For Indiana, Steve Alford led everybody. He had 23 Daryl Thomas, 20 points for the Hoosiers. Keith Smart, the aforementioned, 21. And Dean Garrett, 10 points and 10 boards for the Hoosiers. Get this. Indiana shot 48.4%. Syracuse, 48.3% in that contest. If the score didn't tell you that this was a close, great game, that alone should tell you all you need to know. Syracuse, 4 of 10 from 3, 40%. Indiana, 7 of 11, 63.6%. Syracuse goes to the line 20 times, hits 11, ouch. Indiana goes to the line 12 and hits 7, double ouch. So your national champion in 1987, the Indiana Hoosiers, your all-tournament team, Armand Gilliam of UNLV, Derek Coleman, Syracuse, Keith Smart from Indiana, Sherman Douglas from Syracuse, and Steve Alford from Indiana. Not a lot of ACC representation on the all-region teams, Just J.R. Reed from North Carolina on the East All-Region team. So there you have it. The 1987 ACC and NCAA tournaments. Congratulations to the national champion Indiana Hoosiers in 1987. And again, while you are stuck in quarantine, go watch that championship game. Well worth your time. So that brings to a close another tournament throwback edition of Locked on ACC. Again, we encourage you to tweet us. We are at LockedOnACC. Email us, LockedOnACC at gmail.com. Also, tweet me individually if you'd like. I am at Sports Matters. Your smart speaker is up and running, so tell it to play the latest episode of Locked On NFL Draft. We are in the month where the draft is scheduled to happen. Go listen to Locked On NFL Draft and get yourself prepared for the first sporting event live that we've seen in quite a while. Another tournament throwback edition slated for you for tomorrow. 
Be sure to join us for that. And be sure to like, rate, follow, share, and subscribe. This has been Locked On ACC. We'll see you back here tomorrow for another Tournament Throwback Edition. Take care, everyone. I'm Brian Wilmer. See you tomorrow.